2: Keep eating fries. Oh my god. When I just had a chicken sandwich, two apple pies, and some motherfucking nuggets. (laughs) Nuggets. Oh my god. But bitch, I'll take another order. A number 12 with onion rings. <laughs> it's so hard. You. To keep eating fries. You are. So dope. But I'm going to do it anyway. (sighs) Okay. Mm. Welcome back to the show, everyone. I am Ron Isley.
3: And I am Ananda Lewis. This is the read, and wow, friend, you are a regular musician these days.
2: Since fast food is on everyone's mind, I thought I'd keep it going, singing <laughs> about things I know. Did you actually try that chicken sandwich or no? I'm not about to be slapboxing any one of y'all niggas. Anybody's Popeyes <laughs> <of> Louisiana <laughs> in the kitchen have added. it. I have tasted uh, Popeyes before, as well as bread, yes, and pickles. We mm-hmm. just talked about they this. Have. I can imagine. What they taste like together, and I'm sure it pales in comparison to actually tasting it. Mm-hmm. But I'm not really ready to risk my life or my freedom for yeah. no fucking Popeyes. It's
3: not so. worth what But anyway, moving on. They allege it is
2: here to stay. yes and I'm gonna let it cool off. Right, um, it's just not that deep. <laughs> get to it when it's it's meant for me. Amen. Well, welcome back, guys. We're fresh back in town from Los Angeles. Thanks for having us Mm -hmm. and for allowing us to have your marijuana.
3: (laughs) I do love that city.
2: Back into some black excellence, though. This week, it goes out to 48-year-old Lamont Thomas, excuse me of Buffalo New York this story I saw on because of the weekends Instagram page and it touched my very frigid but growing heart okay um so this man in uh, approximately 20 years has fostered over two dozen kids after starting to take in kids that were like his friend's kids that they lost to the system. He decided to get certified officially so that he could actually foster and care for kids in that manner. Um, And recently he apparently was going through some empty nesting after raising kids, some of his own and others for 20 years and heard about this story of one of, uh, one of the young men that he was had once fostered who uh, his kids were split up in the system across four cities. So there's five kids under the age of six that he has now adopted wow. as his own. So apparently after he found out about this, he renewed his certification and applied to foster these kids with the intention to adopt, which he has. These are one-year-old Michaela, two-year-old Major, three-year-old Nakia, four-year-old Jamel, and five-year-old Zendaya. So this is now... um this makes twelve kids for him. Ten kids that he's adopted and two biological kids of his own that he's raising or has raised. I'm assuming that he's raising right. these five by I and mean, the others are probably grown by now. Right. But wow. single. Raising these five babies Man. just to keep them under the same roof. If you could look at this picture of them in the court, is oh. that not fucking precious.
3: That is so sweet.
2: So, God Look bless Look at those them, kids. Man. Aren't they just gorgeous children? <laughs> like wow. You know. So, some people
3: just really deserve a kingdom in heaven because yeah. That's a lot of sacrifice. That is a lot of children who are very young. Mm-hmm. So, you know, God bless him. And
2: when they're teens. Listen, oh, my goodness. The
3: sheer, num- the sheer number of them. <laughs> like,
0: but
2: he's done it so much at this yeah, point and has yeah. dealt with kids that literally have been exposed to this system and how all of these... um you know different complicated yeah. circumstances and stuff, so I'm sure he's more than ready and welcome. You're probably gonna give them all the fruit snacks and <laughs> you know make sure they get their homework done. And stuff
3: I mean, it's like definitely that. better for them to be together. So
2: yeah, Shout absolutely. Out to man. So, That's a
3: beautiful thing to do.
2: You know, the world is a crazy ragged place, That's and true. God has guided us out here just. Figuring it out mm-hmm. and saying, Here are the, the yeah. bylines, get it together.
3: <laughs> do your but best. But every now
2: and then, I think there's an angel that's dropped off that's like,
3: Yeah, help them. <laughs> you really do have to look for the good news because the rest of it will overwhelm you. Hey, y'all, this podcast is brought to you by Squarespace. Finding a work life balance can be tough. Okay. If anybody knows, I know. But Squarespace gives you the tools to reach your goals and have time to celebrate.
2: $80 off your first month with promo code SPACE80. When you go to talkspace.com/read to match with a licensed therapist today, go to talkspace.com/read to get $80 off your first month with the code SPACE80 and to show your support for the show. That's talkspace.com/read code SPACE80. Go get some help, talk some stuff out. Let's get back to the show all right so let's talk about some foolishness okay okay um this is the pop culture segment it's called hot tops turner and gooch um starring critically acclaimed (laughs) quite gifted actor tom hanks and a dog um okay so first up let's just get um bishop td fakes and his brand new bullshit out of the way this week um Less about him and some church in Baton Rouge. I
3: just realized who you
2: was talking that about. is. Um,
3: Goddamn!
2: Had to take to their Instagram to explain the circumstances surrounding Kanye's last Sunday service. I guess that they allowed to happen on their property. Oh, did they?
0: Mm. On a Friday
2: evening, by the way.
3: Okay.
0: So.
2: Apparently, people were confused about Sunday, summer, a lot, Sun Friday, right. right? But I
3: mean, that's never made sense. But okay.
2: So after the the event, which I read had some six thousand people in attendance or something like that, and there was apparently so there was already flack because they were like selling tickets, and there was like VIP <laughs> to the church, and it's on and mm. Bright, Not well, it's kind of these people that's actually selling the church. The people claim that they donated the space. I will get to that. Okay. But yes, they were selling Kanye West Sunday service and brunch tickets to niggas in Louisiana. Oh my God. VIP brunch buffet. Niggas posted their brunch can you let go <laughs> I mean, girl <laughs> I saw that picture and I thought niggas was trolling
3: I said surely no. this is some joke from Reddit or something or like this is a hurricane joke that y'all like to throw out every now and then like there ain't no way that's real Mm-mm. they really gave that to people who spent money for brunch
2: Bethany Church posted this on their Instagram page <laughs>
3: are
2: fucking lying the ios press release says uh clarity on kanye one bethany is not charging for this event we are donating the land for it the organizers the organizers are charging tickets i'm assuming this was posted before the shit because again the niggas are already like what right (laughs) when has the church sold tickets outside of the easter play and all that other stuff right um The organizers are charging tickets. The purpose for ticket prices to recover production costs, which is close to 200 people and hundreds of thousands of dollars in gear. Our purpose is simple, that people who would never step foot in a church would come and hear a testimony from a man whose life has been transformed. I love the fact that they just grouped anybody coming to see Kanye in (laughs) people who would never step foot in a church.
3: Exactly. Two. (laughs) They knew. (laughs)
2: Some have speculated that this is a fake event. It is not. We have been working with his team, city officials, first responders, to execute the details of this event. It is real. Three, people are confused over Friday night and Sunday morning. <laughs> the time of this event is Sunday service, which will be held on Friday night. The brunch precedes the concert beginning at 5 p.m. So, niggas took oh, their behinds out to go and see. No Honestly, I would I. I'm assuming that most of these people, yes, who came to this probably have never even heard of this damn church, but were there because Kanye's in, Kanye said that's where he was going to be right. with his new number one album or whatever the hell. And girl, I couldn't care any goddamn less. And I'm not trying to hear like the long, drawn out extend of whatever. Cause at the end of the day, y'all still got baskets.
0: <sighs> so I know
2: what, I know <laughs> what time it is. Um a pastor from another church. Boy, I'm just so confused as to why churches are getting involved in this mess. Because she.
3: Like, why?
2: Uh, I don't even know how to say your name. Sir Curvine Brewington. I don't know. He said that he was in attendance and oh, there was a new wave of revival um, where over a thousand people gave their life to Christ. I'm going to read his quote. It says, Tonight worship was lifted. The name of Christ was exalted. The word of God was preached. A multitude prayed together. The gospel was clearly proclaimed. And an opportunity to respond was given. In a crowd of 6,000 people from all walks of life, all ages, and all races, I witnessed over 1,000 people respond to the gospel by raising their hands to accept Jesus as their Lord and Savior. (laughs) Say what you want and think what you want. (laughs) But trust me when I tell you the spirit of the living God was indeed present. But I danced, wept. Yes. I danced, wept, stood in awe of God's redemptive work. I can honestly say that so it's <sighs> not. I witnessed a new wave of revival firsthand. Okay. $55 a plate.
3: Who is this? For
2: Eggos and microwavable turkey bacon.
3: Eastern
0: <laughs>
2: eggs.
3: That looked like a
2: public school breakfast. You know what? Fine. You know, and and sure and have at it. I will say that um mm-hmm. I have been involved in church for the majority of my life i've known of the lord for the majority of my life and respect everybody else's uh, faith or lack thereof or whatnot um so this ain't got nothing to do with me and even if 10 percent of that thousand people really do do whatever to get invested in a faith or religion Mm -hmm. that will make them feel better about their existence on this shit planet cool thumbs up what you're not going to do, though, is get me to feel any. I mean, it's really fascinating how music and faith can so easily just get people to think whatever mm. or gloss over. Yeah. Whatever.
3: Uh, gloss over some things that would otherwise be incredibly obvious. Yeah. But OK. Like the fact that this is just a total grift and like I don't understand why these churches are donating their space so that this man can turn it into a money-making opportunity. I'm certain it's not just recouping the cost of production. I'm certain they're turning a profit on this.
2: I don't even think that is doing anything malicious in this. I think that he legitimately believes that he is like partying the sea well and and i don't know who's preaching to the other side
3: i don't know who's preaching at these events i don't either i assume it is not kanye
2: i don't believe so i know that he had um, that white man preach in detroit
3: well see and i've never heard that man preach either so i won't make any judgments about that and i wasn't there to know whether a thousand people really answered an altar call because i really don't understand how
2: you accommodate for an altar call of that size but you know is it an altar call if you raise your hand
3: I mean, and that's all they had to do because that's not all it takes.
2: That's what he said. They let oh. me go right there. <laughs> okay. I, so, I mean,
3: <laughs> so if that's literally all thousand they people did. respond
2: to the gospel by raising their hands to accept Jesus.
3: Okay. I mean, all right. So see, that, that clears something up for me then because I assume that that meant 1,000 people got up and individually accepted Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior and welcomed it into their hearts and all that. Okay. So, but anyway... Wasn't there to judge it. So I'm not going to speak on that part. I just know that I don't trust nothing that Kanye is peddling as far as like Jesus Christ or being saved or born again or or having a new life because at the root of all of this is making money. It's, I don't believe that Kanye is really about saving souls and, and getting them on team Jesus. I don't.
2: He took 55 of your dolls and gave you a $2 breakfast.
3: The bag. niggas sold $200 okay. church socks. Please. He is taking I'm free just, space okay. from the church and making money off of it. Like It would be so obvious if you niggas was not like so desperate to protect Kanye. And I don't get it, but okay. Because we love God. You love God. I do actually What's love God. You? That's why I'm wondering why y'all are spending y'all money on this instead of people who are actually trying to spread God's word and do things that God would want done. Jesus would want money taken from the rich and distributed amongst the poor. And like <laughs> this is just the I don't
2: I wonder how much money that is tithe.
3: <sighs> okay. Anyway. All right. You know what? Does man just whatever take makes y'all money, happy. Does he
2: just give him a check? After Sunday service Probably. like they do after the club.
3: Probably. You know, whatever whatever y'all need to get through the
2: day. Solange announced um that she is separated from her husband of eleven years. Um, very casually, very slangily, in uh, an Instagram post mm-hmm. that was essentially more about um Overcoming fear and continuing to sort of walk in her truth. And as this is something she said that, uh, happened earlier in the year,
0: mm-hmm.
2: um, this seemed to be in an attempt to just be like, oh, so that's going on too, you know, just so yeah. we're out in the open. Um, I'll read some of it. It said, uh, it says the past few years have brought me more physical and spiritual transition and evolution than ever before. My body left me with no choice, but to listen, to, uh, be still, To listen and be still, I'm sorry. Within that stillness, I begin my journey in confronting my worst enemy, fear. I live my best and worst moments in front of the lens and gaze of the world since I was a teenager. Sidebar, randomly in the hotel this weekend, a Johnson family vacation came on.
0: Oh, a classic. Speaking of living every (laughs) second.
2: Wow, that should that... Did not age well. No, I also bet he did not. <laughs> Jason Momoa's first film where he's flirting with Solange in a scene that he also gives an Indian like headdress to oh, no. Cedric the an- Entertainer to wear and dance around. He's
3: in. flirting with Solange. Wasn't he a grown man
2: or no? Uh,
3: Why do I, I, mean, I feel like
0: he
2: looks Jason Momoa. far far younger in the film? I don't know how it oh, okay. was though. All but, right. Like well, he looks much younger in that movie. Okay. Anyway, um, she says. I've also tried to carve out the space to protect my heart and my life as it unfolds, evolves, and changes. I've always tried to live in my truth, no matter how ugly or full of love it is. Eleven years ago, I met a phenomenal man who changed every existence of my life. Earlier this year, we separated and parted ways. And though it ain't nanobody business, which I loved because (laughs) Solange being Solange, I find it necessary to protect the sacredness of my personal truth and to live in it fully just as I have before and will continue to do. There was another part here that was super, oh, a nigga ain't perfect, but I'm leaning into the fear of unknown and all the glory and power I know exist within God and the universe's grace is. So mama essentially said like, look, Checking in. Yeah. None of your business, but here. Mm-hmm. And I'm going go about Because they were starting
3: to talk about it. Niggas were starting to whisper about it. So I guess she was just like, you know what? Yeah. Here. Here it is. Blah, blah, blah. Now you know. Can we all go back to like thriving?
2: And that, of course, transformed into some story about her because niggas. messing around with her former co-manager. What's his name? Or is her she...
3: part-time co-manager. Maybe sometimes she yeah. sometimes still works with something like that.
2: John Bogart, yeah. which my assumption here is that niggas saw that caption mm-hmm. and somebody just Googled Solange on vacation and found the first name that she was walking <laughs> next to and was Lord. like, oh, this is him. <laughs> And that's all it took for y'all to act like this. Because nobody cares anymore. Niggas don't even read stories. They just read headlines damn, that any damn. old body could have made. And then it's a, it's like a and fact. And then
3: start passing that shit around like it is just came directly from God.
2: It all doesn't right. even matter what's true or what's not. It's just thing yeah. that's going to be talked about and it is what it is. She did come out afterwards and say um, to the manager... Sorry, the internet's so unkind and and be lying. Go back to enjoying our vacation. I also read that she was just like, it's really unfortunate that in me talking about how my body told me to be still and discussing my health journey, y'all flipped this into me being unfaithful. Wow, cool, okay. Yeah. (laughs) Like another day in the life of being famous, I guess.
3: Yeah, because this is really how people act. Like they just... Pretend you are no longer an actual person. Like, damn, y'all, she already came out and gave you something you did not deserve to have anyway. Like, why can't you just chill with that information? Why does everything have to be some big conspiracy? Or why does a woman always have to be wrong somehow? Like, you could just chill out.
2: She literally said, hey, guys, so (laughs)
3: like
2: been feeling, you know, human. And talked about her
3: health in that post, too. Like, and y'all still just...
2: <laughs> the separation part of it was literally two seconds. And y'all
3: just... <laughs> I don't get it, but okay. All right, Fine. Baby. Sorry, Solange. What can you do? You, you knew, knew people were terrible. Movies, yeah, you mm. knew. You knew,
2: okay. girl. Yikes. You still... I'm waiting for you to be a, a guest character in somebody's fighting game. <laughs> like, street <laughs> yes. fighter, Soul Calibur... Any one of the girls in just to see them. Um, Speaking of breakups, could be coming close for YG Kehlani if they don't.
0: (laughs) If he
2: don't, straighten up and fly right. (laughs) Apparently, he was spotted outside of a party or something last weekend, I think. Oh, right. Uh, Or no, this is the middle of last week uh, during the Halloween of it all. And some girl was outside... She looks kind of racially ambiguous. Honestly, kind of like Kehlani, but less cool. Hmm. Damn. And, well, all right. Um, story that I read says that she was trying to get a picture with YG, who was sitting in the passenger side of a very expensive red car. And he, like... Opens the door for her. She sort of stoops down into the seat with him. And then you can't really see much from what is being recorded. But what we do see is that he is like kind of rubbing on the back of her neck mm-hmm. and like grabbing her, it, touching her inappropriately. Right. Now, people claimed originally that they were making out in the passenger seat of the, the car. He says that that didn't happen, but that he was drunk and it was inappropriate and he was doing the most. And his rep said, you know, he's so in love with Kimani, and regrets <laughs> embarrassing her like that. And so the um he real hero in this story for me though was this girl's best friend who looks like she may be black, who after a while was like, all right, bitch, like wrap this shit up. Yes. Figure it out. Cause like, can we go? You mm. you're looking like, no. And she literally Like hauls the girl off at one point. Yeah. And probably said to her in the back of the lift, bitch, you know you about to be on the shade room tomorrow with your dumb ass. And that nigga has a girlfriend. Stupid.
3: Like, bitch, bring your dumb ass on. Get up. My nigga, you are going to regret this when it's on everybody's story tomorrow.
2: You are going to regret this shit, Maybe my she nigga. Maybe Maybe that's exactly what the fuck she wanted. It's a lot of people who are in these situations and live for it. Because then it's like a storyline or whatever.
3: You know, I always feel for the person getting... I won't necessarily say embarrassed because I don't really know how Kalani feels about this
2: situation. I heard she but, said it's all Gucci with her and her nigga, so...
3: Okay, see, whatever that means. (laughs) I have learned that I need to wait and let the person who was actually done wrong let me know how they feel before I get too invested one way or the other.
2: He probably bought her a puppy named Red. Or (laughs) or or something
3: like that. Or she was like, well, you know what? (laughs) Never mind, because that's like petty and vindictive and their relationship probably don't work like that.
2: Somebody said that, um, how y'all know he wasn't... uh, Mm -hmm. Scouting for the both of them.
0: It's given sure. How do y'all
2: know? uh fluidity and that apparently scathing new video between her and um whatchamacallit's mama.
3: Tiana Taylor? Yes. There you go. <laughs> I, think you. Of,
2: I think of celebrities by their cute kids these days and not really... Not you Taylor. thought about Junie. Yeah. What's That's the best part about Tiana Taylor? <laughs> I can't. No. What was we talking about? Some people were saying that maybe it was it's, you don't know their relationship. And how they oh, down well, and things like I mean, that. but
3: then his people wouldn't have issued an apology. And Kalani Ex- herself probably would have exactly. said, oh, yeah, no worries. But
2: I do think a lot of those assumptions came out before... A, a rep said anything about whatever but like typically in this situation i would just go with um on the side of the young lady being disrespected yeah um i mean, she seems cool like you said yep uh, so. i don't know y'all niggas i enjoy her music i enjoy the fact that yg vehemently is disgusted by donald trump has a song called fuck yeah trump.
3: that part is fun
2: um so Good luck to everybody involved. This yeah. seems like it would definitely be, um, it would end with Moesha's diary music. Yeah, it's very Lamar. I don't. That's probably wrong. <laughs> Lemur is just one of the names I always hear on Moesha.
3: It's just wild that like all women be asking is for niggas to not embarrass them. Don't have me out here looking stupid. Like it's it's like the number one thing. And it, y'all just it's like <laughs> you could just not. But all right. You're outside, as far as embarrassments go, this one is actually not even that bad. Like, it could be a lot worse. It's been a lot, it's it's been a lot worse for a lot of other people. So, you know, womp,
2: well. I guess. But hey, you know, next time, drunk or not drunk, you yeah. feel like the sky, you know, if you feel like mm-hmm. outside air, yep, and hear voices around and. Also, I don't know, I have a propensity for being recognized because you're (laughs) fucking famous.
3: You know, just think about the
2: bad behavior, but liquor. Also, fire people. Fire people. Yeah. Fire people. YG was not there by himself. YG had a whole hulking ass nigga standing outside the car while this was happening that I assumed was either a bodyguard or a close strapping friend. Right. Either (laughs) way. Somehow. Yeah. It should have been like, so my nigga, there is simply two and a half feet away. Someone recorded this. Right. (laughs) You are in a relationship now. (laughs) Far be it for me to tell you what what to do and not to do. I'm just saying. I'm not trying to tell you how to live your life. I'm just saying, you know, you are
3: kind of technically publicly in a relationship. So if you would like to just, you know, not do this in public, that would be a good idea as well.
2: I'm sure you just want to wake up to Cinnamon Toast Crunch tomorrow, like, in the morning tomorrow. you just
3: like, want to have a nice time with your girl. You're not trying to have a bunch of drama. The shade room is in on things. Like, you yeah, don't want to start their day like that. Like, but no, niggas.
2: I could fully see Kelani too, like, <clears throat> in a do-rag mm-hmm. and cornrows to the back and just punching her, her <laughs> open palm while yeah. cussing out. Insane with yeah,
3: anyway. I just feel like she rolled her eyes, like really
2: <laughs> I mean right.
3: Really Nick? you gotta
2: be this type of bitch at this point. Like this is like, just so oh, sloppy. I guess.
3: <laughs> right. Like, okay.
2: Sure. Because here you go with the these day, hoes. All right. I can have any one of these hoes <laughs> or these niggas. I will take all them whores. There was also I remember that money bag money bags.
3: Don't don't do that. <laughs> um money bag yo
2: yes megan the stallion's foster mm-hmm. child <laughs> it was a rumor that they broke up and then um
3: what the fuck
0: is i just wrong read with today you? that
2: there was some rumor that he was fucking with some stripper got some stripper pregnant or something which he denies of course on his instagram page okay and then some cryptic tweets um from Megan the Stallion, featuring lyrics of hers, including "I don't even chase liquor, why would I chase a Nigger, which was one of my favorites. Yeah, me too. It's just like that's tat worthy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like it is. That's really like something that you could like have stitched onto a banner from, from like right. Etsy and just mm-hmm. hanging over your bed. Like that's a that's a right. mantra.
3: And then to follow it up. with what was it
2: i'm the type to pull your car so little nigga please don't bat me
3: no well oh oh. well that's the other
2: thing she tweeted right
3: okay okay no i was thinking about the actual the the rest of that lyric see he say i should be nicer (laughs) well your dick should be bigger yes where is her where is her pulitzer award Mm. this woman
2: well um i felt nothing when I heard about this yeah. initially, except for the fact that I would be less exposed to this person that I honestly didn't really care about or know much about outside of being um, in a relationship with Megan Thee and I've heard yeah. he's been around for a while and people enjoy him, but I don't really care.
3: You know, I'm choosing to just partake in whatever Megan wants to give me. And she don't have that nigga all over her Instagram. Therefore... I mean, other than when they was promoting that song. But, like, she has not let me into their relationship. Therefore, I'm going to stay out of it. Like, if that's the nigga you fucking and you really like to fuck him, then enjoy yourself, little sis.
2: I did hear that they were having a great time together at her Halloween party after all of this.
3: Oh, okay. For what it is worth.
2: So, for the hotties and the, (laughs) the money bags of the world...
3: Yeah, Your I'm not invested in that. <laughs> yeah, as long as my music is still good.
2: Speaking of relationships, to not be invested in. Um,
3: oh Lord! <laughs> so,
2: <laughs>
0: you have got to take this direct. <laughs> I um, <laughs> You have got to. <laughs>
2: when Onika told us that she was. Um, Going into retirement, mm-hmm. I knew that that meant she wasn't retiring, but I did think that at least we'd have a break from <laughs> the madness.
3: Okay. Yes.
2: Um, not so. Unfortunately, I was wrong.
3: Has not been the case. Not yet.
2: Nicki Minaj, who is is married now, like the color purple, to Kenneth Petty, Kenneth zoo Petty to be specific what a name um so she was discussed on Wendy Williams show. Wendy was talking about her getting married as everybody else reports celebrity shit or whatnot. was talking about her getting married because she was showing off these rings of course everybody including the barbs were saying that, <laughs> that they didn't buy the ring <laughs>
3: Not including the Barb's. The Barb's had a real moment like, I
2: want to say the majority of the Barb's don't like her. Oh, okay. So they want, but they want tr- him out of here anyway. I'm trying to think of what nigga has dated Nikki that they've been a fan of. I don't think they've ever liked any of them. Nas? Maybe Nas, but I don't ever. I still don't think that was like a real relationship. Oh, right. No. I think that they probably flirted and made out and watched Netflix.
3: They won't respect anybody who has less of a name than Nikki does.
2: <laughs> well, Period. I don't know what so
3: Right. <laughs> so, oh, well. <laughs> why, why are you? y'all need to accept mr petty <laughs> like
2: listen he is here to stay so in <laughs> discussing the marriage to <laughs> to this man Wendy took the opportunity to throw a couple of shots as wendy does on every episode of wendy
1: mm-hmm.
2: and she mentioned how she does believe that wendy well she said sometimes it is great to go with a guy that you've known since you were young because mm-hmm. there's a comfort level there, whatever, whatever. And she was talking about how Nikki's going to look so pre- funny pregnant. Uh The plastic of it all is what she referred to it. <laughs> <laughs> She said, imagine her burgeoning belly with those burgeoning hips. Um The plastic of it all. I was not ready that's for this. Fucked up. Just to give content. It was a lot that was happening. And then... Um, <laughs> then she starts asking about uh, this man's charges. Oh, She's Lord. like, oh, he's a sex offender. And he, you know, was convicted of manslaughter or whatever. And then she says to the audience, does manslaughter make you a killer? And everybody's like, Yes. yes. <laughs>
3: It means your actions caused someone else's death.
2: You killed someone. (laughs) Yes. So uh, she goes, um, so he's a sex offender and a killer. Oh, congratulations, (laughs) Nikki. In the shadiest way. And then drinks her tea and everyone laughs, including me. Because that was just funny, the way she said it. like The way you reenacted it. (laughs) So... uh, Nikki gets on Queen of Radio because that still happens. Yes, my and babe
3: I had to catch up.
2: I just imagine this nigga behind her like braiding her hair. She's talking. And he she's yeah. basically said, um, I didn't know that in our society oh you have God. to be plagued by your past. I didn't know that people can't turn over a new leaf. I didn't know that your viciousness and evilness was this deep-rooted. And she goes on about, you know, how vicious Wendy is mm-hmm. and talks about Kevin cheating on her and how basically it's karma for all of them and blah, 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 on her nigga and all this other shit. Lord. I don't know when... You surely have, like, a pool and, you know what I'm saying, probably a fully stocked bar Mm -hmm. and, like, amenities. (laughs) (laughs) Nice shit. why? 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 First of all... I don't know why y'all even keep responding to Wendy Williams. Right. Unless she's like, when I see this bitch mama in the street, I'm going to yeah. cut her. Or she's like flat out accusing you of something untrue. Right. I don't know why y'all keep responding to this lady. She's been doing this for decades at this point. Wendy's <laughs> whole thing is being shady as fuck, saying whatever the fuck she think is funny and keeping it moving. Not only that, she don't give a fuck how you feel about it. Right. Like it or not. Like, like her or not. Yes. I'm very indifferent when it comes to Wendy personally. But... She doesn't like she doesn't ever mm-hmm. like take this kind of stuff and then come back on the show and be like, well, let me tell you something, Miss Honey. She keeps going back <laughs> in and reporting whatever the fuck they put on a, the prompter that damn week yeah. or that day. And she keeps pushing. So all of this that you just did, that bitch don't even care. For what, right. For what? Not to mention that nigga really is a sex offender. Yeah, it's
3: like, but like, first of all, this is what Wendy does. This is what Wendy is known for. And she's not lying. Your nigga really did all this awful shit, girl. Like, (laughs) it's not like he's been put on trial again. Wendy Williams doesn't have that kind of power. She's simply commenting on it like everybody else
2: is. She's not the first person to have commented on it. She will not be the last. She will not be the last person. She didn't say anything that I know to be untrue. I, and she's not doing anything differently than I she always nikki. does this to me just again shows that nikki is too invested in the opinions of people and she keeps talking about how you're human for your celebrities and all that stuff yes sure i feel like i could understand more if it was like drake that said it or wayne <coughs> or somebody left field that's like yeah whoa bitch what the, where did this come from right. you know what i'm saying if her mama was to be like as a matter of fact i don't see it for only, right. you know but wendy somebody williams academics like why <laughs> for what Especially when you could be getting your pussy
3: ate. People whose jobs it is to critique the entertainment industry. It's not
2: even your peers that are doing it. So what is the and issue? And are infamous for being a mess. <laughs> yes. It's not like Wendy Williams <laughs> is nice to everybody, but right. chose your nigga to dog out.
3: <laughs> like,
2: this is Wendy's whole persona. <laughs> this whole thing. I don't get it. And personally, I don't give a fuck about what, it, if you like it, great i love it for you do what mm. you want to do all over there. i'm not fucking that nigga and i'm not a bar so right. i don't That's none of
3: my business i
2: don't have anything invested in this to even care so much what anybody is saying about her husband at all right but like, <laughs> i just want to make that really clear <laughs> at some point you have to just be like you know what everybody can lick the very tip mm-hmm. of my clip, mm-hmm. and I'm gonna keep it pushing. I've worked too motherfucking hard. Mm-hmm. I've earned my motherfucking stripes. You know, I got marble floors and my toilet seats are heated and every, all of this, whatever the fuck, because right. I did what the fuck I had to do. Motherfucker's gonna talk all the fuck they want to. That nigga actually has a real rap sheet that you can look yeah. up on the internet. Versus people telling Solange that she slept with this white man, right. just because they found a picture of them on Google Images together. Exactly. And you fully know that lady is like, it yes. is what it is. You know, it's just nobody again is going to feel any differently or right. speak any differently whether or not you respond. <laughs> you got to find peace of mind, girl.
3: Yeah, and it starts at home. Maybe you and your man both have to say, you know what? We know that your rap sheet is out there. People know about some of the things you've done that have been unsavory to say the least. Okay. And so we are still going to go out and live our lives any fucking way. It could.
2: Yes. Yes. It could be that simple. It really could. It could be that simple. Just accepting it. Yes. Yes. People can turn it over (laughs) in a new leaf. People can change. I love this nigga. And... That's it. That could be the end of it because right. you are going to be with this nigga. Like, girl, ain't nobody finna lynch your yes. motherfucking ass because you love this
3: nigga that they don't. So, like, but see, clearly that peace and acceptance is not going on in, in the petty home.
2: Because she is, like, very committed to getting us into this relationship the way that celebrities want us to until things all go wrong and then they want everybody to respect their privacy and shit like that you dressing this nigga up as chucky and the joker and all this stuff putting him on the internet like we know what he does yeah when you could just have him at home
3: other people's acceptance of your man especially when the other people we're talking about is millions of unknown fans or critics or random ass haters or any old fucking body on the internet like Just a sea of faces that belong to people you'll never personally know. And you care about their approval? No, ma'am. Therapy is so important. It really is. Just, woo. And really I vital. I believe that
2: she has it.
3: I, <clears throat> I would like to believe it, too. I just don't.
2: Some people go to therapy every week and don't do anything. Exactly.
3: And that's why I'm like, I don't want to say that I'm not seeing any signs of it necessarily, because you can go to therapy for a long time and still do your same bullshit. So, I don't know, but girl, this ain't it. Are you with Wendy Williams, of all people? Oh. Of all
2: fucking people. She don't care. At least the real <laughs> will probably respond to your ass on sticker. You know, right. Lonnie Love will probably try and get with you. Right. Wendy. <laughs> By the time Wendy get in her car, she don't even remember what the fuck she was talking about. <laughs> Same.
3: Cause it's another lineup of bitches to talk crazy about.
0: Tomorrow, Tomorrow. I don't care.
2: <laughs> when she doesn't give a fuck. So doesn't that make what you're doing feel fruitless? Jeez.
3: oh nikki congratulations just, on the nuptials i hope you enjoy being a newlywed you know and and i mean that shit yeah i do i want nikki to find some happiness i really true internal happiness that does not depend on what the Barb say or what wendy williams says or what cardi b says or anybody else <laughs> that's what
2: i want plastic? for her okay so a little nerd note um, Nikki was the Suicide Squad version of Holla, of Harley Quinn. Oh yeah, I did see that. Which I think that they did a really great job on that look. And then um, Cardi was Poison Ivy, and I was like. Look at how weird the nerd universe is. Because these two were not only very great friends in lots of the comics and stories have been together and they were also lesbian lovers.
3: Oh, really?
2: I did not know that. <laughs> meanwhile, these two bitches hate, <laughs> hate each, each other. other. And that would have been a killer photo shoot if they actually had gotten along and done Damn. it together. Oh, it would have. Damn. And then I had like Megan as Catwoman and they could be the Gotham wee. City Sirens. Uh, missed opportunities because of pettiness and stands and, and, <laughs> and niggas the egos. in the industry that's probably yep. broke anyway, trying to get y'all right. bitches to fight at parties. Huh, okay. Uh,
3: well, good luck, everybody.
2: That's going to be it this week for um, Hot Tops. And I said something with Gooch in it. Turner and Gooch. That's it. I was like, there's something in there with Some, your perineum. Yeah. So... <laughs> <laughs> we'll be back. <laughs> so listen guys the next generation of influential black voices can be found on NPR's new collection Black Stories Black Truths. I've been running my mouth about it for a while now black representation in media is incredibly important and I feel like it's in kind of a precarious situation at the moment so amplifying and enjoying as many of these stories as possible is pretty important Black Stories Black Truth is a celebration of blackness from NPR each of NPR's black voices are Distinct, varied, and nuanced as the Black experience itself. You can get things from Bobby Shmurder to The Wire, Michelle Obama to reparations. There's no limit to the range of Black stories, Black truths. Black perspectives have always been centered in the telling of America story. Now they are the story. Hear a feed of episodes from across NPR's podcasts that center on Black voices. Turn on NPR today and hear a range of voices as varied, nuanced, and Black as the country we reflect. Stories should never be about us without us listen now to black stories black truths from npr wherever you get podcasts we're back and it is now time for the listener letters yes send
3: your questions to asktheread at gmail.com we may read them aloud on the show we uh, had a few different people ask you if you've noticed any like kind of make america great again themes in mma Have you noticed anything kind of MAGA-ish?
2: I've definitely noticed that um, a lot of the energy from some of the fans and... Even some of the like commentators or people who work around the sport definitely seem very MAGA Okay, um, and that doesn't surprise me. I wasn't <laughs> surprised by any of that, to be honest with you. I'm sure I would say the same thing if yeah. I regularly watch damn near any other American sport. Um, but yeah, that, well, yeah, that doesn't true. shock me. And I don't that's why I'm not really personally invested in any person in UFC. Right now, I have guys that I like as fighters and girls that I like as fighters, but nobody that I'm, like, standing yet because I'm still very green to MMA and I don't know anybody's history enough yet to say, like, right. oh, scary. yeah, that's my fight. Like, this <laughs> recent fight... um Mazdeval and Diaz I was definitely team Mazdeval, but that's just cause he's from Miami and the clips uh, that I've seen of him prior to that um show that he is cocky as fuck and he gets with the business okay. so he was who I was rooting for anyway but uh Latino and uh south florida right <laughs> often, so. often mix up to some things that don't agree with me <laughs> right. i don't know enough yet but i liked him and I he understand. won and apparently upset a whole bunch of motherfuckers and Love. trump was also at the match and got booed again
3: oh okay so that and, must be that video i saw uh
2: the baseball game oh yes mm-hmm. <laughs> it was the same energy this nigga can't go nowhere anymore <laughs> and, I know, I love and it. in new york mm. i
3: love yum it. yum
2: at madison square garden of all places to be booed i know that sh- yeah. i know he just shat himself i know that he just <laughs> hated his wig That di- yes mm. i'm gonna go home and watch some fights again
3: man I, I saw a headline the other day saying that trump is changing his residency to florida for tax reasons Mm, which shocker I'm sure but then I think Governor Cuomo was like okay he don't pay taxes no way so. exactly <laughs> which far be it for me to laugh at Governor Cuomo ever but that was funny yeah. and true <laughs> like you right that bitch don't pay taxes right. no fucking way so
2: but yeah when I moved to New York and they was like oh we take taxes for the state too I was like what
3: and not only do they take them for the state they high yeah <laughs> As fuck, yeah, and then don't add it in the city taxes. <laughs> shit,
2: I was like, shit. What more can <laughs> I give you <y'all?"
3: laughs> Fuck, New York City, take your whole shit. What more do you want? It's so expensive
0: to like, live here.
2: I was gonna say, have you seen? I know what you did last summer. <laughs> <laughs> I love you. It is in the middle of the street. What do you want from me? Yes. Come yes. and get me.
0: Here I am. <laughs> What,
3: what?
2: Huh. <laughs> <laughs> that's how i feel about two cities yeah that,
3: that is how but anyway yes um good riddance to that bitch. i'm finding
2: my groove in in being okay. an, an mma fan so far i am cautiously entertained and not super invested yeah
3: i saw those emails and i was like hmm valid point because when i think about that sport
2: I mean, you kind of got to be a
3: dark-sided motherfucker yeah. to be like yeah. all in, and it's it looks
2: like it's dark-sided white boys, and so that doesn't help. Like, well, it's a, I mean, I can't say what the majority looks like. I know okay. that there is a large mix of of ethnicities and cultures and people from all over the world to compete and shit like that, but they literally mm-hmm. be like knocking each other's fucking eyes out and stuff like that and still be ready to get the fight. Like they had to stop this fight. The doctor had to intervene and cut the like the main oh my God. fight between Homeboy and, and Diaz because he was like, look you ain't about to die in here, my nigga. And, and, and everyone was pissed. Like, everybody was mad that they didn't. Y'all wanted to watch a key. murder. And Dana White was like, I walked up to Nate Diaz and his eyebrow was like, uh, like oh over his God. lip. Oh my God. Oh my God. It was like, it needed to stop. We were not going to let him die. Ain't <laughs> Million Dollar Baby. That is
3: barbaric. Is that what happens in Million Dollar Baby? Oh, I guess. Spoiler alert. Oh, I mean, I wasn't, I was clearly not in danger of watching that
2: movie, but all right. Yeah, she does. Okay. Oh, it's a girl. What's the movie with Homegirl, with the Boys Don't Cry? What? Forgot, Jennifer fucking, Lawrence? What? Boys Don't Cry? I don't know. Jennifer Lawrence? What is Boys Don't Cry? The
3: film Boys Don't Cry? Oh, about the lesbian.
2: Hillary Swank.
3: Hillary Swank. What movie were we talking about?
2: We originally talked about Million Dollar Baby. Million Hillary, Dollar Baby. Hillary Swank. Oh, her. okay. Well, Shit I don't not know. Dean.
3: I, okay. Well, anyway, next question comes from Miriam. <laughs> Miriam says I'm a 23 <laughs> Miriam is just such
2: an old name It <laughs> <laughs> was the first one I thought of You pick a name then No it's a great name It just makes me laugh Because it's it's funny and it I, also do, I do think of me. bitches like
3: Weaving baskets when I think of the name Miriam
2: I think it reminds me of the name Muriel
3: <laughs>
0: okay. Which makes
2: me laugh even more. All because right. it's a very old lady name and the name of the lady on courage. That can't really talk.
3: Okay. This is getting ridiculous. Uh, Mir- real. Miriam is twenty-three. <laughs> <clears throat> and she says, I'm a recent college grad living in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. After graduation, I made the decision to move back home with my mother and seventeen year old brother here in the suburbs. Ever since I moved back home in May, my attitude has been out of the fucking park.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Okay, all right. Why are you laughing? (laughs) It's funny.
0: (laughs) Because I can't just imagine. (laughs) Okay.
3: Leave me alone. I'm just go ahead. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> i'm grateful for having a loving home i can go back to so that i can save money until i can afford to move out on my own but these niggas get on my damn nerves Mm. i've always been a moody person but lately i found myself catching crazy attitudes for little reasons lashing out and then feeling bad about it later it's a constant battle between me and my brother because i feel like my mom is babying the fuck out of him as most caribbean parents do and it's driving me insane He does things like refuses to clean up after himself, has no motivation for anything, and has no idea about what he wants to do after he graduates high school. I often lash out on him because I feel like no one ever helped me figure out what I wanted to do. I had to make decisions for myself. My mom has always been there financially, but she had three jobs trying to support us when I was growing up. Now that she has more free time and spends way more quality time with him than we ever got, what the hell is his problem? I know there's (laughs) pressure on him to measure up to all of us because we're all... All college grads who somewhat have their shit together. But damn, nigga, what's up? What I'm really getting at is how do I address this with my mom? Or do I even address it at all and just let his ass fail? Or am I controlling slash being bitchy and need to sit the fuck down and maybe book a therapy session or two? Oh, I just yeah. know being here is driving me crazy and I want to pack my shit and leave daily. Thanks, Miriam.
2: All right, Miriam. Well, first of all, in terms of your brother... All right, well, okay, I'll say this first. I found some similarities here uh, between you and myself. I've definitely been one in my family before to be moody with shit that, or do to shit that has nothing to do with my family. And then I catch attitude or take it out on them and then feel bad. Mm -hmm. Um, I apologize for it every (laughs) single time. And I would be after a while, you know what I mean? Um, When I was much more aware of it. And I think I would be or try to be more open with them about the fact that a lot of times my attitude gets the best of me, but it really doesn't have anything to do with them, even though I really didn't know where it was coming from at the time. Mm -hmm. But I tried to reassure them that, like, I don't have a problem with you guys. I don't hate my family. I'm not about to move away and never talk to y'all again and stuff like that. I just you know, I'm not in a great place all of the time. And I think that that kind of helps for everyone to have like a common empathy mm-hmm. and understanding. So when things do get icy or communication gets a little heated or whatever, at least y'all know in the back of your mind that the love's there and all of that stuff and people are just trying to figure their shit out. As far as your brother and the, you know, motivation or lack thereof. It sounds like, yeah, therapy is definitely going to help you because Mm -hmm. you're holding on to stuff that is, like, (coughs) you're holding on to moments in time that can't really be remedied past conversation and and effort to heal, you know, within yourself at this point. And um, I, like, definitely have... My youngest brother is... uh, he was very similar to myself in having our parents sort of be like, what are you going to do with yourself you don't seem to know what's going on and your grades are slipping and da-da-da-da and not seeming motivated and whatnot. And I pulled him to the side after I moved away and I went home like for vacation and stuff. I would see him sort of following a lot of the same patterns as me in mm-hmm. different ways. Like I would see where he would procrastinate or how he distracted himself and little things in tone and whatnot that were familiar to me so i pulled into the side and i tried to just be like look if you need like help or if you need to just like call me or talk to me and you don't know exactly what it is you're talking about or whatever, if you want to vent or if you have questions on how things work or whatever I can do to help, let me know and I will do that. Because what I wanted to do, I know that when when we hear things coming from our mom or dad or our guardian, (laughs) it can be different than when we hear it from a sibling, especially an older sibling that doesn't even typically get with you like that. Because I think that then it sort of opened his eyes a little bit about what was going on in the reality of it, as well as giving him, like, a, I think, or I hope, a safe space to talk to about being confused. Because in your early fucking 20s and your late teens and everybody's telling you, prepare for the future, prepare to be grown, prepare to be an adult, <laughs> you don't know any fucking thing until you're, like, 30. So... Of course, it's, like, running around with, like, a headless chicken all the goddamn time. Yeah. And everybody's telling you to calm the fuck down. And you really just want to watch 106 six Park and buy shoes and listen to Gucci or whatever the fuck. Because that's what's important to you at that age. Yeah. And everybody who's, like, grown, quote-unquote, in your eyes, who's telling you that you need to get your shit together, it can be, like, white noise. So... Yeah. Empathy, empathy, empathy. That's my rant.
3: Yeah. So I think all of that is really useful and good. I would just also like to say, like, you're taking it out on your little brother, something that is not his fault. Right. It's not his fault that your mama was extra rough on you and is super not that way with him. And that is a very common common story trust me like a lot of us girls grew up in households where we were expected to do way more than our brothers were yeah and so i think you um i think you got at it when you said that like your mama had to work so much more when you were coming up and so he gets to have her around all the time so it's like that's really at the root of this and maybe you just need to talk to your mama about it or see a therapist because a therapist can definitely help you unpack it but if you and your mother are close maybe you can just talk to her and be like sometimes I feel like I'm actually jealous of this 17 year old nigga because he gets to have you around and I missed out on that. Right. And just see, can y'all actually have that kind of kind of conversation, you know, and if not, then maybe you need to talk to a therapist about it. But that just really stuck out to me in this letter, because like, I know your brother is like, okay, damn, I don't know what I want to be when I go to college. Is that okay? And you over there like now
2: and figure it out, even at an age where more of us would be like, okay, he needs to get the ball rolling. Like you ain't gonna make that nigga Marcus Garvey. You know what I mean? (laughs) Like he gonna do. Yeah. what he wants to do mm-hmm. and sometimes like at some point you got to just be like all right i feel like i did the best that i could could in this situation yeah. and i love him i'm a sister or whatever but yeah i it's not my responsibility to raise him and mm-hmm. at this point it's not my responsibility to get his shit together right you know. He but, can spend
3: his first two years taking prerequisites and not really worrying about a major. Like facts. if he chooses to go to college at all, like <laughs> I feel like you already went into a certain degree. So <sighs> yeah. Good luck though. You're sis. right though.
2: It does sound like she's got a lot of um stuff to unpack in terms of Right her experience with the parents right. and not so much the brother.
3: Because I talked crazy to my little brother, but that's just because I was a bitch to him. Like, And we so, we had well established that that was our relationship. Yes. From the very beginning. He would snitch when he caught me and my girlfriend kissing, and I would beat his ass. And so, you know. Sounds like a circle of life stuff, to me. Right? It's a regular relationship. I was never jealous of that little nigga before. Nothing. Okay. So, well, no. I felt like I was sent to beat his ass. I'm here to be your ass. Yeah. Okay. All right. <clears throat> Do you want to give a woman advice on eating a man's ass for the first time? <sighs> if not, we're going to have to skip
2: this one as opposed
3: to I mean there are lots of other options. I just wanted to let's know if, read it. Okay. So this comes I'm from Aphrodite who says <laughs> I'm a 27-year-old bisexual woman. I've been dating my boyfriend for 6 months. Things have been amazing so far as the relationship is still fresh and we are more or less learning new things about one another. <laughs> Recently I've seen a lot of talk about ass eating online and so I brought it up to my boyfriend during one of our pillow talking <laughs> sessions.
2: Was that okay.
3: And I halfway jokingly said, One day I'm gonna surprise you and tuck your legs back and eat your ass. And to my surprise, even though he laughed, he also said, I mean, I wouldn't be mad at it. My ears perked up immediately because I won't lie, I've always wanted to try it, but I never have because I've never trusted straight men and their
2: hygiene. And bitch, that's the golden <laughs> nigga rule. You're on the money, sis. <laughs>
3: I've also avoided bringing it up because I didn't feel like hearing any homophobic nah that's gay responses from these niggas. (laughs) However, my current boyfriend is extremely hygienic. Like, she didn't want to ask any of her ex boyfriends. Oh, right, right, if right. she could eat their ass. Oh, okay. I get it. She didn't want them to say nothing stupid. which okay. Which also valid. Right. So, my current boyfriend is stre- is extremely hygienic and is a borderline germaphobe. He spends long periods in the shower scrubbing between oh, every crack. Bitch. What you? Okay. <laughs> Gets frequent pedicures and let's just say when I've given him oral sex before, there has never been a smell and taste issue. I'm so happy for you. That's gracious. Sounds like a keeper. You (laughs) found. You see how low the bar is? (laughs) A man who cleans his body. (sighs) Anyway, it's gotten to the point now that for the past week when we would have sex, he would bring up the fact that I said I wanted to eat his ass before, and now I feel like I'm getting cold (laughs) feet. I want to try it out <laughs> because I'm very much in the art of giving pleasure. When I've been with women in the past, I've only ever eaten pussy. So this would be my first time eating ass in general. What if I don't like it? What if I make a face like the kombucha girl and he feels embarrassed? What if the situation afterwards is <laughs> awkward? I suppose I don't know what I should do. He seems really eager to try oh with me as it would be his first time as well, but now suddenly I'm getting cold feet. Am I overthinking it? Should I just dive right in? Or should I tell him that I <laughs> Or should I tell him that I changed my mind? <laughs> and risk disappointing him and me being curious for the rest of my life. Please help Aphrodite. Um
2: Yes, yeah, Scott. Well, I, it sounds like um, the stars are all aligned here. It does. For you in particular, sweetness. Um, I say go for it. Take the plunge. (laughs) The plunge. (laughs) Is that what should happen? And just, you know, give it a shot. You never know. You're not going to know until you do it. Mm
0: -hmm.
2: You know, I think that. As long as you are, you know, certain that this nigga is clean and you're comfortable and he's very clearly comfortable already. Yeah. You just got to try it. And if it's not like, I, <laughs> I, mean, I don't look at you. If you're worried about making a face like the kombucha girl, I don't know. Just don't. <laughs> <laughs> don't make that face. But if you've, okay, if you have eaten pussy before and you've wanted to do this before, right. you've, um, I'm guessing you've seen... It, in, done in videos um, and he's all you know porn oh porn okay. <laughs> I was like
3: whose videos <laughs>
2: <Girl>. and um, <laughs> and he seems all aboard and excited hell he probably done it he's probably had it done before
3: oh no she said this would be his first time too oh okay that's he's a, probably curious because yeah. maybe he really enjoys eating women's asses so he's like yeah.
2: maybe maybe you will enjoy they it and I will more... love it too there are more straight men and I really say thankfully um, who are being open about enjoying it and I say thankfully because it is means that slowly but surely niggas and I, and I mean niggas I'm not judging your man mm-hmm. it sounds like you know, he's at least very um, concerned right. with his hygiene and his aesthetic and all of that going on but niggas
3: <laughs> In today
2: are becoming more comfortable with something that most niggas still would not admit to. Like I said, it's because it feels good. Now, I have not um, partaken in uh, booty cuisine much in my personal oh 32 my years.
0: <laughs> so I don't really have
2: a particular set of skills that I could advise yeah, you of. How can I
3: I cannot help you.
2: If I had to Guess, Um, like with other sexual things, the more you like it, the better you'll be at it. That's true. So seeing as how this nigga knows that you'd be doing it for the first time and, you know, he would be experiencing it for the first time. I say just, you know, smoke an L if that's what y'all do. Mm -hmm. Have a little cold (laughs) duck.
3: Cold what? Cold duck. Why duck? Bitch, <laughs> you know what cold duck is? Oh, nigga, I thought you meant duck the fowl. <laughs> duck the f- <laughs> Oh. You are a good rat.
2: <laughs> um, yeah, girls, just give it a try. You're not going to know until you like it. And honestly, it sounds to me like you are going to like it. And I think that even niggas who, right. like, niggas who do love to eat ass and do it on the regular do it in all kinds of different. There's no like one way to do it. Just the same way there's not one way to suck a dick or give any kind of oral pleasure. Yikes. So you're just going to have to find your... Groove yeah. when you find his groove, and um, <laughs> also you can feel free to print out a questionnaire for him afterwards. With okay, I would say no less than eight questions on your um performance,
3: <laughs> like a satisfaction rating. Way, yeah. Okay,
2: I mean, <laughs>
3: or y'all could talk about it. I was going to recommend communication, but you know, he could fill out a, before you. <laughs> he could fill out a form
2: too before you start to say, "Please stay on hold after the performance." <laughs> A 10 minute survey oh my
3: god yes when y'all start kissing just stop out of nowhere and be like dear valued customer <laughs> and then just swatches his
2: face yes quality control would like to know if you would <laughs> stay online for a brief survey
3: oh god okay um yeah this this is not my ministry again i think for similar reasons as you i've always felt like I would never trust a straight man's booty hole to put my face anywhere near it. But, you know, if if your man is meeting your hygiene standards and you want to get into it, then, yeah, just get into it. Like, just be vocal with each other about what feels good and what don't. And and hopefully this is the start of something beautiful for y'all.
2: I think you guys are going to have a good time. At the very least, you can both say that you've done it.
3: You already (laughs) found a unicorn of a clean straight man. So Right. Which is still blowing my mind.
2: Regular like, pedicures. No smell and taste.
3: Scrubs every part of his body.
2: So go for it. The you can even do it in the just... shower if you want to be extra, you know, cautious. Oh,
3: yeah. You could do that.
2: Because that's a thing to do. But, yeah, I don't know. If you don't have no, like, gay guy friends that eat booty or nobody else in your life that does, um, ask around. I'm sure the, the, the <laughs> listeners here will probably... So yeah. some advice. I was going to say. Um, on the receiving end.
3: People will probably uh, have a lot of advice for you when it comes to eating ass for the first time. So relax and enjoy yourself and let us know how it goes.
2: You got to do that. I mean, we'll sure.
3: <laughs> Yeah. Let me know. I'm very curious. All right. This last question comes from the <laughs> He's like, ah, ah,
0: stop.
2: i going to be like freaked out.
3: Well, I mean, I have a feeling it's going to be more anxiety on her end than oh, his totally. end. Because getting your ass ate feels so so good. I mean, It's like
2: you really don't have to do
3: anything at and all. Also, like
2: there are there are, are I guess ways that you can do it not so well, but it's I've pretty never sensitive experienced area. that. You know, like you don't have to do like a crazy amount of work yeah, for it to be pleasurable. It's either. not complicated. It isn't really. It's not that. a
3: complicated space on the body, but.
2: I don't know. I don't know what niggas could be doing to mess that up, but of course it's something. <laughs> Just part both cheeks and come up with a plan of attack. <laughs> <laughs> Draw some X's and O's on his butt cheeks Listen. That's your game <laughs> Listen. First of all, studs
3: are always trying to get you to do butt stuff. I'm sure. Always. I'm always like, let's lay down some ground rules right now because you're going to come around here trying to do something I explicitly said no to. Like, I don't know what it is about them niggas, but...
2: I have a whole other hole right there. (laughs) (laughs) uh,
3: Okay. But all right. Anyway. Anyway. (laughs) So, Nicole says... My long lost best friend has come back into my life and things are far worse than I could have imagined. We've been out of touch for almost 20 years because her family moved away. We exchanged some messages, decided to have lunch after a few text conversations to catch up. And I was so excited because we were such good friends and she was a core part of my childhood. Sadly, we are very different people and just don't relate anymore. Turns out she barely graduated, is not working, has a child that she barely takes care of, and admits to doing a lot of drugs. She calls me multiple times a day at all hours, during work hours, late night, past acceptable hours, just every time of the day she texts me endlessly before I have a chance to even respond I think she's lonely and I feel bad but I've tried to just be friendly and answer a couple calls or texts when I have the time but the conversations are very limited she's not great at holding a conversation some of her texts are incoherent and she doesn't seem all the way with it I think she's done some permanent damage with her drug use just assuming based off our interactions and her physical appearance when I see her how can I set boundaries with her nicely I don't want to hurt her or be unkind it's just very overwhelming that she contacts me so much relentlessly even when i have not answered. in i don't know how many days i am glad that she found me and i wouldn't mind being in her life but right now this is a lot thanks love
0: nicole,
2: nicole. so nicole i don't feel like i <clears throat> i don't really know how to answer this question because it's incredibly sensitive and i haven't had to deal with this directly in this manner before. Um, I would say if you haven't actually taken the opportunity to sit down and express to her how much you care and you want her to get help. Yeah. Then I would try that after that. If that doesn't work, then I would talk to her about setting like talk to her directly about setting boundaries Mm -hmm. with her. And I would be honest about why. Right. um, Without being malicious or judgmental or hurtful. Cause I mean, honesty is just (laughs) honesty. And I don't think that you can fault someone for saying that they care for you and they want you to get help and they don't want to continue to watch you hurt yourself. Right. Um, But at the same time, I've, never worked at a rehab been to a rehab um mm. i've never really had a friend personally that has had an issue to this degree that i believe so i'm giving that uh with a grain of salt
3: right the drug thing is hard and i um <clears throat> but i agree with kefiri fury that like you're gonna have to be able to say to her looks is like i'm glad we were able to reconnect even if you feel like y'all aren't gonna be bffs you know like you said 20 years have passed so yeah y'all are allowed to be different people but it's okay to say uh i just don't answer phone calls or texts after a certain time unless somebody is dead or dying like i just don't
2: oh yeah that's very true
3: it's fine to say my phone goes on do not disturb after 9:30 and if you call me it needs to be a legit emergency. Like don't blow up my phone for something that isn't.
2: That's real life about you. Yeah. Everybody that knows you knows <laughs> <laughs> it.
3: Like, I mean, I'm over here giving a, a hypothetical, but it's true. Yeah. Like, niggas know. <laughs> yes. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, the street lights came on. Her phone off.
3: Uh, well, she guess who is not answering the phone? Yeah. But it's okay to do that. It's okay to say, listen, these are my boundaries around when I can be contacted because I have a life of my own and i have to take care of myself and my responsibilities and she has to respect that regardless of her drug usage or anything else like you are still allowed to take care of yourself you don't owe sacrificing your health or well-being to anybody else Mm -hmm. so you should
2: get bossy's book
3: (laughs) yes yes Mm -hmm. that would be yes reading bossy's book would also be um a huge help here but You know, let her know that you care about her. You're here for her. You do want to talk and all this, since that's what you said to us. But that you're not just going to be available nonstop and you have your own self to take care of. Like, she should be able to understand that. And if not, then, you know, you have to enact your boundaries. Like, people ask us a lot, you know, how can I get somebody to respect my boundaries? And you can't. All you can control is your reaction to it. Yeah. So if you set a boundary with somebody and they let you know right then and there that they don't give a shit about that, then you get to decide how you react to that. Yeah. So it's not but it's not a boundary if you can't enforce it. So Right. Best of luck to you because I I can understand like I can understand falling out with somebody and then kind of reconnecting and wanting to like wanting to be able to show up for them because we have so much nostalgia together, but you know,
2: you got one life and it's never going to be perfect. Yeah, and that's true. You just got to, you know, call things as you see them sometimes with love. Sometimes you get so like anxious about having difficult conversations that we either never have them and, you know, it goes south or we approach them with anxiety and right. it goes south. yes. Rather than just being like, you know what, there actually is nothing wrong <laughs> with me not wanting to have conversations at all hours of the night. There actually is nothing wrong with me wanting a friend to do what's best for their health right. and their well-being and there's nothing wrong with me expressing that with compassion and empathy right
3: <laughs> all those things can be true and all happen at the same time yeah. you can say to your friend I'm worried about your health because the drugs you're doing are having a very real effect on you that I can see and I'm a big fan of having these conversations in person too so that people can read your body language and your tone of voice oh absolutely and all that other stuff yes. because so many times like you read a text message and you wrote it with the sweetest of intentions but that person wherever they came from met it at a place of open hostility I just
2: sent a text and, and a threat they, to like, fight read it afterwards and I don't think it was taken off out of context but I read it afterwards and I was like this could seem like it was kind of like aggressive and it when Absolutely I did not wasn't. mean it that way. And I right? It happens so easily. So I would definitely just be so, like, Why yeah. can't we sit down and talk <laughs> or something like that? And and if it's taken the wrong way when you know it was not delivered with ill intent or malice or right. anger or anything nasty, then them taking it wrong is not on you it's not your fault it's not you doing something wrong and it doesn't mean that you should not you know do something like that again given you know similar circumstances or whatever if they take it the wrong way that's not on you right because some people ain't ready to hear the truth
3: yeah and people's responses are about them period they're not about you ever people meet you where they can yep and some people are not even capable of showing up in in truth much less at a place where you can actually work with them so
2: and some people won't even give you the satisfaction of later when they know better mm-hmm. being like "No, they i better. wasn't trying to hear what you were saying back yep. then but i've totally known mm-hmm. they will just get there and tiptoe because again yes we're too proud and we're too ego-driven life. and all of that to be like damn Chris I was saying such and such and such such three years ago and i just one trying to hear it but that bitch was right all <laughs> and all of them three years you just been continuing to live in li- laugh and mind your motherfucking business do, do, do. and this bitch damn sure you're gonna be like so you know what you were right so it's just want to say thanks you just got to do what you got to do with your heart and know where it is
3: yeah so but best of luck um because that's a, a hard situation, but it's one that can be approached with with kindness and with grace and with great respect to yourself, because you yes. do have to take care of yourself first and foremost,
2: always. Period.
3: All right. That wraps up the questions this week. Send yours to ask the read at Gmail
2: dot com. We'll be right back. Pretty quickly. And I also appreciate that it's easy to use, uh, cause, you know, this aging brain of mine in technology works part in ways, which <laughs> makes me sad, but that's a different conversation. Amp up your hiring performance with Zip Recruiter and find the best fast. See why four out of five employers who post on Zip Recruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Just go to this exclusive web address right now to try Zip Recruiter for free. Zip Recruiter.com slash the read. Again, that's zip slash the read. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire now let's get back to show all right so we're back and it is time for the read it is
3: do you have one this week
2: yes okay. i have one and a tiny thing that really just irked me and that probably has no business irking me but whatever <laughs> okay. first up i was on baller alert i saw a story. Fresh out of the fucking urinary tract infection of the country, South Florida. Mm. So this black woman named, I want to say her name is Alicia or Alicia Trammell said that she was refused service at a massage Envy in Aventura of all fuck ass places.
3: A massage Envy.
2: Because uh, she told them that she was HIV positive. So apparently she is filing a lawsuit and I can't wait for her coins to come in.
3: Right. I don't.
2: She told a staff member that has not been identified after they asked if she has any medical conditions of her HIV status. Then they told her to remove her clothing. All the things you do when you're getting ready for a massage. Mm -hmm. Apparently after 10 minutes, someone came back in and told her we will not be able to provide you with service because you need a doctor's consent.
3: To get a massage.
2: To get a massage at massage and is this a blood exchange like, massage?
3: What Why?
2: the f- are you Ooh, massaging Lord. like <laughs> Y'all are so stupid. Daggers into her? What are you bitch? Okay. Are you fucking kidding oh, me? I hope she takes all your dollars. Is it 1987 <laughs> out this bitch?
3: I mean, even the very early HIV education I got emphasized clearly and repeatedly that you cannot get it Girl. through just t- touching somebody one of
2: the first things they confirm they said
3: all the time if it's not you know saliva or blood exchange fluid exchange then it's not happening so i don't know why you girls in 2019 are still being ignorant about this i don't i don't is it a mash our wounds together massage or is it just a fucking massage
2: People are already doing enough to combat the stigma around the disease and the idea that, like I saw someone else the other day tweet um, uh, about referring to being HIV negative as clean. And the implications it has for people that are positive and stuff like that. It's just, can we just stop being fucking assholes for no reason to people? Like, my fucking word, it's a massage. That would be lovely. You're not, nobody is going to be in danger for rubbing (laughs) this lady's back. Like, are you fucking serious? And I really, Really in my heart of hearts believe that if this was not a black woman, this wouldn't have happened. Because even if you would have walked into another room and said this to somebody and politely pointed out that Sarah Jane was from the Caucus Mountains, they would have said, you know what? We don't even want that kind of trouble. Just put on some gloves and rub the bitch down. (laughs) Well, I don't. See, I just. It is. It's constantly depressing and almost numbing to a point to read shit like this on a day-to-day basis. It's so fucking ridiculous how little compassion mm-hmm. exists in the world and how fucking illogical and ignorant people are mm-hmm. mama didn't say hey um i seem to have a bloody gash on my collarbone you mind <laughs> sucking that down <laughs> like like this i'm not trying to make a lot so... of the situation but it's just like what are you right what are what could
3: have possibly this is just ignorant. This is just you spreading
2: ignorance and stigma when it just they just had no place. And it feels a lot like the the opportunity that a lot of people like this take to just belittle folks and to make them feel bad yeah. so that they can feel good or they can feel powerful. Right. And that is present in almost Every form of bigotry that you could think of. Right. I just this is to me, this is another example of that. Cause if this lady can't even just go and get her bag rubbed down and fucking massage envy and in a mall. Right. You no, know, because I'm sure this is down at, at fucking Mall. I mean, mall it's somewhere. massage envy. So, girl, are you fucking kidding me? I can't <laughs> wait for Woo. her to be ear to ear with that check because I know yes. they better give it to her. <laughs> yeah. This is fucking stupid.
3: Right. Not to mention should be. If it's not illegal, should be.
2: Because, wow.
3: What you're just trying to do? Ostracize people and have them not participate in society for no good fucking reason?
2: Thankfully, this lady has love and respect for herself and knows her motherfucking rights. Yes. But past that, like I said, cash in. Uh, i cheese on every one of her grandbabies' right. burgers. For all time.
3: And I don't even want to hear nobody say, well, if it was you, would you give him a massage? Yes, bitch, yes. because I'm not a dumbass. Because I'm not fucking dumb. <laughs> and I know all the different ways you can contract HIV, and a massage is not one of them. So, like, girl, what? <laughs> what? Uh,
2: I hate y'all. Just mean to be mean. Half of y'all are putting your Let me be quiet. So the thing that irked me was that now that the time has changed, um, we were in California. I had like some, well, I had a bunch of last minute shit to do before I got on that flight. But one of the things I needed to do is run and get something from Best Buy. And most of the time I know Best Buy to open at 10. Um, and I looked at the time that uh-huh. Best Buy opened and it's said 10. On the oh, website. it did. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay.
2: Um, So, lo and behold, when I pull up to Best Buy at around 10.40, they close. Yeah. I'm confused. (laughs) It seems like many of the stores on the block are closed. Yeah. I'm very confused. I know it's Sunday, but it's not Chick-fil-A I'm going to. (laughs) Sure. So, I look at the the thing in the window and it said they open at 11 now on Sunday. So, rather than just coming in with the time changed... They changed the time to 11. Yeah. I guess so that niggas didn't have to readjust their sleep (laughs) schedule to come out. These niggas already got warm weather and weed. And you know what else they said? fuck what y'all talking about yes we're gonna change the hours of operation because she needs her beauty right <laughs> <laughs> so bitch, I had to stand outside of Best Buy for 20 minutes to wait for them to open because I really had to get it but anyways it's not a real read that just irked me because I had I did not see it coming but yeah I just stood out there and watched all these niggas walking up all through because they're there you know what I mean right. like they're there right. they're just it's not 20 opening 20 minutes there. opening right. so they're just anyways girl did you see power bitch because you know the mid season i was like god are, are, are really Anyways, yes really that one caught me off guard and it shocked and awed me in the moment i was very irked now i think it's funny but i wanted to mention
3: it. i've noticed that la wakes up late and la gets started late like i remember it was like saturday morning and i was going to the gym because you know the membership works in both cities mm-hmm. And so I looked up the app for the closest Equinox to me, and it didn't open till like 8.30 or 9 o'clock on a Saturday. <laughs> I was like, in New York, the gym has been open for three hours by right. now. What the fuck do you mean? It don't open till nine? You should be open at like five. <laughs> right. No, but for real. Yes. I, I said, listen, <laughs> the Californians said they're simply not in that big of a rush to do anything. Oh,
2: hey. Um, no.
3: We're not. <laughs> Don't want them. I was like, but on a Saturday, you bitches are sleeping in. Okay. I was stunned. I was like, I guess I have to sit here and wait for the gym to open (laughs) (laughs) since nobody.
2: (laughs) Okay. Nigga, and it was hot my black ass is outside that's how they do I was like oh bitch. I love LA <laughs> that I was not prepared for but everything yeah. is just so much more laid back the glee on their face and by the time like 457 <laughs> had pulled up there was a crowd out there right and so them niggas were rolling in with their ba- putting their badges on and just smiling ear <laughs> to ear like they were the pettiest Best Buy employees <laughs> it was so fucking funny I said this is the one Lawrence must have worked at <laughs> <laughs> Lauren. Lawrence. Lawrence.
3: Oh God. Yeah. Oh, I forgot about that. Mm. Okay. thank you? Is that it? Yeah, I'm finished. All right. I really hate you. Okay. So, uh, this week
2: <clears throat> It could be so many things. <laughs>
3: yes. This week in white fuckery and it general confusion. So many
2: things. <clears throat> I'm sure I've heard of it.
3: Our journey takes us to Naperville, Illinois. I knew it. <laughs> where a woman named Mary Vaughl went to Buffalo Wild Wings on October 26th with a party of 18. <laughs> Which personal nightmare right there. But she describes this as a group of minorities, mostly African Americans. Mm-hmm. They were celebrating, I believe, a birthday, some sort of festivities. Anyway, six adults, 12 children. Again, wow. hell. Is what it sounded so like. So they're already dealing with but, a lot. But, yes. Wow. So, um, while they were waiting for their table to be set up, they were told that a regular customer at a table for two didn't want to be seated near them because they were black and that they were like, okay, well, bitch, and so the fuck. Like, we don't give a shit what you like right. or who you want to be seated next to. exactly Right. So, they told the host, we don't give a fuck about what he wants. We'll sit where y'all set us up at. So, after they sit and order some things... All of a sudden, the hostess or the whoever, the waiter, comes back and tells them that they have to switch tables. Right. And so, of course, initially, that they, they, like, refuse. And they're like, we've sat down. Like, we've ordered. We're not moving because these people are right. Ra- like, we already know that they said they didn't want to sit next to no and niggas. And didn't
2: even make it.
3: Yes. <laughs> so, so the management is, like, giving all these fake excuses for why they have to leave or whatever. So. This is such a stupid like like we already heard the white racists say they didn't want to be seated next to the niggers and so we sat anyway and we're in the process of ordering and then y'all decide now that this white man who is a regular at the fucking buffalo wild wings which i
2: didn't know he owned it
3: i mean first of all i feel like a lot of people are regulars at buffalo wild wings and this is probably not like a unique situation in Naperville, Illinois. Like what power does that mean? This man at all, because he spends more than $35 a week in here. What does that mean? He can decide that people of color can't sit next to him in this fucking restaurant. Like Mary Val said, if you feel that strongly about it, then you need to eat at home in the privacy of your own fucking home. You can take the chicken to go. You can not that it's even that fucking good, but what I really love about this story is that they took their talents to the Hooters where they were treated with respect. Absolutely. And the dignity they deserved. <laughs> Which I was just like, anytime you get outclassed by Hooters, you need to take a look at your organization and the decisions y'all have made that led you to this point. I'm not that's, go on front. that's just that is just
2: pathetic. I fucked with Buffalo Wild Wings for uh, a moment. If
3: there's nowhere else to go, then fine.
2: Mostly because they would have like 50 or sometimes 25 cent wings on Tuesday or one of them days. Mm. I'm like, do you know how much fucking chicken my boy? get? <laughs> <laughs> and- I learned to love it never again. (laughs) This is fucking ridiculous.
3: Well, so they fired the two managers who were on duty that day, as they should have. But the fact that y'all even let it get this far, like, who are these people who decided, yes, it is worth the risk? Because you already know, like, it is 2019. Y'all are going to go viral for this. You decided it was worth possibly your job. Right. For the if man who always gets three margaritas when he come in, the, it was worth else, it. Consider that. <laughs> like you didn't think about none of that shit, huh? Damn, child. Ugh. And y'all went to Hooters, who I'm sorry has terrible chicken. I mean it is oh, so like, bad you couldn't pay Ugh. me for some Hooters right y'all must I said oh they were determined to celebrate a birthday <laughs> or a promotion or what the fuck they said we're going fucking out
2: they took 12 babies to Titville <laughs> is Hooters even Titville anymore oh do they still I haven't been to, there you go like, is it even still <laughs> the last time I was at Hooters is because my uncle insisted oh, Lord. that we go to hooters <laughs> to see some titties and i had to i was in elementary school and i hated the chicken then it's probably still tight shorts and
3: and yeah, short sure shorts, shorts tight shirts and all that but i just feel like them kids probably see worse on instagram they probably <laughs> didn't blink nice. twice <laughs> just yeah. like yeah okay so about my chicken strips though which uh because, Hooters chicken. Nasty. I don't, but, I don't care for it. Yeah, Buffalo Wild Wings, you girls are going to have to do a lot better than this. I have a feeling a lawsuit is coming y'all's way. It so, better be. Um, <laughs> might be in your best interest to... Uh, about settling out of court. Cause... Imagine having
2: a motherfucker tell you in a, sta- in a in an establishment that they do not own. Yeah, right. That they don't want to sit next to some niggas. Mm-hmm. So they are are being admittedly racist. Yep. And rather than being like, "Oh, you may leave," right? as <laughs> right. anyone else in here may leave. Yes. You take that to the people who are also coming in here to spend money more money more money than that bitch by the way
3: right because that's a party of 18 y'all are a party of two
2: so you could have actually incited <laughs> a much much worse situation mm-hmm. by actually taking it to them balloon mode you take it to them and they said you know what fuck it we've been watching these 12 fucking kids all day i'm like we don't we're not even i want just a fucking margarita. seat us yes just seat us and they and they didn't even make no trouble. This is what like really burns the hair off my yeah. ass. Like they didn't even make no trouble with you, and you took that bullshit to them again. Yes, again. That shows you how little respect, mm-hmm. how little fucks are given for black folk. You couldn't even like sympathize with the fact that they're already looking after a dozen children. Right. Wow. And
3: the racists. Is again, a party of two. So why didn't you say we have a super deluxe private table right by the kitchen adjacent to the bathroom where you and your companion can dine in utter peace? Like, why didn't y'all just move the party of two so that the party of nine times as big could come
2: spend all that fucking money? Because the white ego God damn would it. never allow anyone to even imply that they Lord. should instead move if they have the problem. Right. Because every place is the white man's place. <laughs> every place is the white man's place. Right. Every table is the white man's mm-hmm. table. Every chair is the white man's chair until he don't feel like it's his number okay. fucking more. well, Bitch, please. You're lucky
3: they didn't jump
2: you. you Kids are. and all.
3: <laughs> they probably said, you know what, y'all? This is actually the payday we've been waiting on. Let's just go right on over here to the everybody uh take your documentation y'all had that on y'all was recording right everybody got that okay airdrop meeting videos all right and we out like not even finna do it with you just gonna take this to the lawyers and to corporate and let them handle it from there
2: i can't even tell you the last time i've had buffalo wild um, I want to say Miami. Maybe I've had it once or twice while I've been living here, but I can tell you I won't be having it again.
3: I prefer Wingstop, but... Oh, yeah, definitely. You know, it's just... I, well, you There's know, a, was this decision a worth it?
2: <laughs> And drama-free establishment.
3: <laughs> oh no, Wingstop is absolutely not drama-free. But you know what? When I put in the special instructions to fry that chicken hard, goddamn it, that's what they do. They And I appreciate niggas who follow instructions. Yeah. Y'all know I ain't want no regular chicken. I wanted that done, done. I
2: actually have had that issue about for a while. <laughs> but not here. <laughs> not here.
3: So, anyway, best of luck uh, to you blacks as you file your lawsuit. Y'all
2: better sue them motherfuckers. fuck they talking about?
3: And that wraps up this week's episode of The Read. Check us out on social media at This Is The Read. Our website is thisistheread.com. Our late night show, The Read with Kid Fury and Crystal, airs on Fuse Friday nights at 11 p.m. Yep. Also um, on iTunes and Amazon Prime. And yeah.
2: yes. It's
3: like 99 cents. It is. You could buy it and then they tell you when it's available.
2: Um, Thanks to everyone who came out to CSI at ComplexCon this weekend. Um, there was really a lot going one. on there. I didn't know what to expect of ComplexCon. Um, I really just thought it would feel like I was in the video for a rapper I've never heard of that's got like 500 million followers. And it did, um, yeah. But it definitely did. Surprisingly, that wasn't really a bad thing. It wasn't. I got some cute things to wear, and you
3: did go shopping.
2: Uh, um the <clears throat> the show itself, although shorter than regular shows for us, was still fun. And um, Trina was there, although I didn't get to see her. But that was fun to just be booking something that Trina's booked.
3: <laughs> okay, yeah, yes, so, being real. There you go. Okay, um, do we have any other
2: news this week? Um, oh, thank you also to everyone who came to Trilloween. Um,
3: oh, yes. What a night that was. Yeah. <laughs> oh,
2: boy. I didn't get to have an extra uh, party this year because, <clears throat> oh, I'm tired. <laughs> but right. You have a lot going on. I appreciate y'all for coming out nonetheless.
3: Yes. Thank you to Missy Elliot for being on the fourth episode of our little TV show, um, We are still so thankful to you for gracing us with your presence. Yeah. Truly a a lifetime achievement for me. So thank you again. Um, And
2: that was the first thing that we had ever taped. Yeah. For, but we didn't even have like our set done at the time. Right. So that was the first thing we shot for the show, which was,
3: yes. But, Missy came through and was just the absolute best. Just everything we could have ever hoped for. So thank you again, Faith. Alright. And I think that is it for us. Let's yeah. skedaddle on out of here. Yeah, Sorry for those, those of you who stand for the two hour episodes, but it just didn't happen today.
2: It didn't? No. You know, it so didn't.
3: didn't. I mean, I personally felt like it did,
2: but <laughs> just check the clock and it did there not. There was a two hour episode last year. Ain't nobody cheating them on purpose. Last year. Them, I mean, last week. <laughs> There was one last week, you know what I'm saying? We speak so we don't speak it That's right. That's how it's been. Sometimes it's been three motherfucking Yes, the fucking
3: hours. and I, you know what? I need to go watch Housewives as well, and then we can
2: start talking about Housewives on the show.
3: Because the Bitch. people have missed it. Did you see the- No, I need to get, I need to get caught no, up. No,
2: I'm asking you if you saw the email of possible guests.
3: I did, and I was stunned at your response. I
2: said maybe. Why why are you going to say maybe? A hard maybe. What is a hard maybe? It could be a fun, petty interview. (laughs) But what is a hard maybe?
3: Like a shirt maybe. (laughs) I know the white people was like, so is this yes? Let's ask or no. It's maybe. Okay. I don't know what you're going to say if she says yes to that. I don't know what no, do. your interview questions are going to be. No, you know what? I'm leaving. All right. Goodbye, everyone. Goodbye. Thank you for listening to the show.
2: Don't forget, Queen and Slim is coming out November 27th. It is a powerful, conscious, raising love story that confronts the staggering human toll of racism and the life shattering price mm-hmm. of violence. And I loved it. And it's great. And black people are awesome. So it's Universal Pictures, Make Ready, Queen and Slim, November 27th. Go watch it.
3: Yes. And don't forget the show also today brought to you by Bevel. Get to know Bevel Skin, a dermatologist tested solution that will level up your skincare routine. Take 15% off your next shipment. Just go to GETBEVEL.com slash The Read and the promo will be automatically applied when you check out. This does exclude the tremor. Sorry. But yes, everything else. GETBEVEL.com slash The Read. Go take care of your skin.
1: Life is a highway.